looking real apparel. Who says you can't fish in style? Tell them to bring me my money. Yeah! But guys, we had a great week of football this past week. NFL Week 3 kicked off, had some great games. And also, also SEC kicked off. And guys, I am so hyped about this. I'm going to go ahead and warn you. You might need to turn your... Whatever you're listening to this song, because I'm, I'm going to get hyped, guys. College football kicked off week three, four, three, four, something like that. The SEC week one, baby. It is that, guys. So much fun. I'm going to talk some Georgia real quick, and then we'll move on. Got Georgia, y'all. I was hyped. Every other Georgia fan was hyped for DeWan. I understand first start. I understand new offensive coordinator, but guys, he did not live up to the hype. I don't know if you can really blame him. He had a benign brain tumor removed last season, so I don't know if you can really blame him. But guys, offense looked shaky to start the game. Looked so bad. They ended up going in the half, you know, down to seven to five. It was a baseball score. Defense looked phenomenal. They helped Felipe Franks to what we all knew Felipe Franks was gonna be, but. Defense was out freaking standing. I'm glad they did what they did. Offense, they didn't look good until the second half when Stetson freaking Bennett, the mailman, came in and delivered and led that team. I think it was like 21 for 29 pass on 211 yards and one touchdown. The defense ended up getting three interceptions on Felipe Franks. Eric Stokes with his first pick six of his career at Georgia. Feels like he's been there forever. Defense looked great. Great all around. I, I wouldn't take anything from the defense. Offense, they need some work, especially going into this week against Auburn. Auburn looked good against <clears throat> sorry. Auburn looked good against Kentucky. Offense started off slow once again in the first half. That's expected. First game of the season. No spring practice, no nothing. But that second half, Bo Nix looked like a completely different quarterback and, and led that team to to a win. Get, making me 0-2 on my upset picks of the week. For those of y'all that know, I had Kentucky beating them this past this past week. They had a chance to. For if you watch the game, y'all you all know right before the halftime, Kentucky he was halfway across the goal lines. For everyone that's saying, oh, he was down at the two. If he was down at the two, then why did the officials spot the ball at the half yard line? He was across. That was a touchdown. Took all the momentum away before the half because Kentucky was going to score, take the lead, and get the ball back after the half. But I'm not taking any of the way from that Auburn offense. Seth Williams and Bo Nix have a fantastic connection. I'm excited to see what our secondary is going to do against them, what Eric Stokes, Richard LeCount, and the rest of that secondary is going to do against that good receiving court. And, and Bo Nix, who's, who's not a bad court, who had a big step up from his freshman year to now. You see a big... Big change and a big turnaround from week from season one or not yeah from your freshman season to season two or your sophomore season. We'll we'll see. Hopefully that Georgia defense can step up and hopefully the offense can step it up. And some big news coming out of Athens. Speaking of the Georgia offense, JT Daniels, JT Daniels, the USC transfer, redshirt sophomore, has been cleared to play this week against Auburn. It's weird that it was already announced. It was announced on Monday that he was cleared. But for those of y'all that know, Kirby came from an Alabama team, came from Nick Saban, who doesn't like to give out information, doesn't like to give the opposing team any edge, and letting them know that probably your best passing quarterback is available to play against Auburn, it, it kind of throws you for a loop. You, you, you're kind of confused. But if you look into it, it could also help Georgia in the long run, too, because now Auburn has to prepare for not one, not two, but three quarterbacks. They don't know what they're going to get. You have Dewan Mathis, who is a dual threat, who can run and throw. You have Bennett, who I wouldn't consider a dual threat, but can also you know, get out of the pocket and move if he needs to. And then JT Daniels, who is probably the best arm on the team. It's going to be great. Hopefully... I'm not saying hopefully. Kirby knows what he's doing by releasing this news, you know, on Monday that Auburn now has to prepare for three quarterbacks. And hopefully it kind of jumbles things up. I'm going to get into that pick later on in the episode. 
But, guys, if you're an LSU fan, just go ahead and turn the radio off. Go ahead and turn whatever you're listening to off. I don't, I don't even know how to begin with LSU. I can't remember the last time I've seen a national champion lose in week one. Especially against a Mississippi State team. Granted, K.J. Costello is phenomenal. I had over 600 yards in that Mike Leach air raid offense, air raid pirate offense, whatever you want to call it. Had over 600 yards and like six touchdowns. That's ridiculous. LSU. I understand you've lost all your offensive coordinators. You lost Joe Brady. You've lost Joe Burrow. Miles Brennan is leading y'all. And not a bad quarterback. But guys, when you lose to 10 to Mississippi State, granted, like I said, it's a new new concept coming to the SEC with that air raid. Yeah, John, we don't know who who's starting for Georgia. Hopefully, like I said, Kirby knows what he's doing. But going back to the Mississippi State LSU game, they that air raid offense in the SEC, it's, it's a new concept. It's going to be fun to see what Mississippi State can do the rest of the season. Georgia plays them, I think, Thanksgiving weekend, week before, somewhere around there, if I'm not mistaken. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, hopefully it can get figured out. And KJ Costello is a straight baller for sure. But everybody's Heisman finalists have changed after this week. A lot of people have Spencer Rattler, the Oklahoma quarterback, as one of the finalists. Unless he can do something to turn the rest of this season around, that loss to Kansas State, man. That's two years in a row Kansas State has beaten Oklahoma. Two years in a row. I feel like if they had Jalen Hurts again this year, they wouldn't have lost. I'm just throwing that out there. You can't help it, Jalen Hurts. You know, was a senior, but that Oklahoma team, they did not look good. And I think this loss, plus Texas going into overtime with Texas Tech, the Big 12 is, is not going to get a team in the playoff this year, which opens the door for, once again, two SEC teams in the playoffs. Because I don't also don't see a Pac-12 team making it into the playoffs. Granted, the Pac-12 came out and said they're going to play a seven-game season, and if you go 7-0 and in the Pac-12, do you deserve a spot? We'll see. The committee hasn't come out and said like what the prerequisites are for the playoffs. If there's any year to expand the playoffs, this is the year. Just go ahead and explain it. Do do what what? Twelve team playoff? It's too easy. Expand it. Get the teams in there. Why not? It's 2020. Full send or no send. Some of y'all may know her as a Bama sign girl, but let's kick it over to an interview with Hannah Stevens. I am joined by the famed Alabama sign girl, worker for USA Today, covers Alabama for Roll Tide Wire, and has her own podcast, Hannah Stevens. Hannah, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. So, for the people that don't know you, let them know a little bit more about you. Obviously, Bama sign girl, I'm sure everyone wants to know about that. Most popular one. Yeah, so that one like blew up. And at the time, 
CBS was at the game, and Tracy Wilson tweeted it because she was working college at the time. Oh, wow. And so if you've been to Brian Denny, you know that yeah. the, the battery, like, it's not so bad now, but it used to be really bad. Your phone would die by, like, the end of the first quarter. <laughs> and so my phone's dead. I get back to my dorm, and everything's blown up. And I'm like, what's going on? And so then I realized Nick Saban talked about it. And so that's really where the name, and I will say this, a guy named Justin created the fan page that I still have, Handsome and Joy Sign Girl. And um, that fan page was by him, and a lot of the football parents were involved. So, like, Aiden McGoon's mom, Didi, she would help me get tickets. And so it became this thing where, you know, I guess I kind of became the face of the student section. Like, I became yeah. somewhat that the cameras recognized, and I would help the cheerleaders lead cheers. And so oh, wow. that was just my first to be very involved. But, you know, that in and of itself was never my intention to get fame. Like, I, like I'm saying, I did that for three years before – even anyone recognized, you know? That's crazy. And once that sign blew up, it was, it was history. That's crazy, because I remember, I can't remember what year that sign was actually made, but I remember... It was have been my junior year. Okay, I, I remember that, because was a couple games before that, Saban was, like, challenging y'all to stay on four quarters, and that sign came up, I was like, oh, wow. Did he ever reach out to you about that? Yeah, he actually signed it. So it's actually framed. In my parents' house uh, in Birmingham, they actually had it framed. He signed it. Um, and that story started because I know Kristen from college. Like Chris and I were at Alabama at the same time, and so I had known her. I mean, she not like she's from friends. I actually going to have an interview with her tomorrow on Roll Tide Wire. But um, <laughs> she and I were friends, and so I was invited to a Coke Zero, the pregame college game day event they're like hey can you just come stand in a section and lead cheers and pull up so I'm like sure so Terry Saban ended up saying, standing beside me so she and I were talking she realized who I was and I was like yeah I would, she was I, I mean I think I said something like I would love for Saban to sign that final day she's like well here's my information I'll get it signed and so it ended up being I got her assistant to give it to Saban Saban signed it it's great but that sign really was the start of all the other ones so I mean it was it's crazy back on I miss those days so much. <laughs> so besides that sign, I, you have to have a favorite sign that you besides that one. Because obviously that one. Let me say the one that said Tom Brady's footballs are harder than Ohio State's. Because that one just made people so mad. I also had one that said Ronda Rousey's fights lasted longer than Auburn's chance in a national title. So that one was relevant because they ended up losing that week. And Ronda Rousey actually favorited it and reposted it or retweeted it on Twitter. Oh, wow. And then, uh, actually, I had that one up there hanging up. Um... Yeah, oh, I actually will say this one. Uh, this one was, what does the U.S. government, Lane Kiffin, and Ole Miss have in common? They all got shut down. And so this was awkward because that was when Lane Kiffin got fired. Yeah. And so he ends up coming to Alabama. And so I'm actually friends with him now. Like, he and I are friends on Twitter. And uh, my friend actually coached with him at FAU. Oh, and wow. So, anyway, it's all come full circle, but it's funny. Like, those are just some of I mean, I still have some of them. Um... You know, but a lot of them were so destroyed by the game that I just had to throw them away. Just from yeah. shaking them, they just get, like, destroyed. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I, every Bama game, you're always front and center. They showed you every, every game. <laughs> yeah. So They actually ended up setting up a camera. Like, CBS, I don't know why, but, like, they would put a camera right in front of me and my row of people. And, like, so people would start fighting to sit by us because they knew they'd get on TV. And I'm like, this is, like... It's not about that. Like, I'm just, I'm just quirky, so I'm in my same spot. Yeah. Like, so every, anyway, it just, it was, it was quite the experience. I miss those days. But if I went back today, they would be like, "Who is this girl standing?" Because my paint's still on the, the, the pedestal. Like, it's still all there. They never sprayed off. Why they happen, I don't know. Wow. But if I went back and stood, the students would be like, "Can you move? Like, you're blocking my way. Like, you, I can't see." But, if only you knew who I was. <laughs> maybe, maybe. So, obviously, you know, like I've mentioned today, you um, work for USA Today. How, how did how did that come about to be able to cover the school that you you graduated from and went to? Yeah. So when I was, I guess that would have been my senior year. I, I was a, I was a sports broadcasting major in college. 
So I knew by that time that I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. Actually, it was ironic because some of my professors are like, you need to not be the sign girl because it, make it makes you look biased, right? And I'm like, well, that's true, but also, like, I don't really care. So <laughs> anyway, so I started working, I don't even remember, I, the first ever thing was with WV Way in Tuscaloosa. I was a sports intern there with Gary Harris doing TV. Um, and then I started writing, I think, for Bama Hammer. I've written for... Um, Saturday Down South, I think I wrote for another Sports Illustrated site, and then I've done freelance work for ESPN and ESPN Women. Oh, wow. ESPN um, so once I graduated, I had a lot of experience under my belt in that journalism area, but it wasn't really my passion. My passion, what I thought was TV. So I got into that. I was a production assistant at ABC 340 with James Spann and uh, Jess Beagle, and they were like, listen, you need to like be in front of the camera or use your voice. And so I interned at Jocks Radio, um, so I know all the guys there, love them to death, they're awesome. And so I have interrupted in radio, but realized that I love time freedom. Like, I love the ability to just travel, and I love being my own boss. Like, I love being someone that can, I can literally take my podcasting equipment anywhere in the world and work. And I didn't like the fact that I had to ask off and do all this. And so with Royal Tide Wire, I reached out to, I think I reached out to Clint like a year ago. No, Patrick, my friend was like, hey, you should just ask them if they need to, anyone to write for them because you'd be amazing. So I did, and they're like, absolutely. And so I've been with them almost a year. I think I'm almost on the 850th article, which is mind-blowing. But oh, wow. I love and so it's not just football. We do all sports. I've also tried to do, especially in the spring, before uh, you know the fall, winter, and spring sports, before all sports were canceled, I was doing a lot with gymnastics. I was doing a lot with softball. Because I, I went to Alabama, so I have relationships with these coaches, with Dana Dutwork and Patrick Murphy. And so I've really tried to make our website um, one of those that – not just football fans look at, you know, like where they're like, well, Hannah will cover Alabama softball. We can go to her website. We know that every game there's an analytical recap or, you know, she's done breaking news. And so that's how that came about. So it's almost been a year. Um, and it's, it's amazing. Like I absolutely love it. I love writing. Yeah, no, I, I was in college for a semester of way, way back ago. My, my goal was say sports journalism, so, you know, sports broadcasting, Sports have been, you know, a big part of my life growing up. I've always wanted to cover it and be a part of it. But, so you, you said you cover all sports. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm sure football is your favorite to cover. Because... It, it has the most content. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the only sports you can write about 365 days a year. Yeah. I mean, basketball is probably close to it because you have recruiting. I've done a lot with... Obviously, the NBA draft that's now in November, um, and I've been writing weekly updates on that where Lewis may end up. Um, and then, you know, you have basketball recruiting out there. You saw, I think it was Sunday, um, Alabama got a four star guard. Uh, yeah. No, sorry, four star forward um, that is from Roswell, Georgia. And so, anyway, stuff like that. But yeah, football is the only sport you can really write about all the time. I mean, golf, tennis, softball, pretty. Like seasonal sports, but football. I mean, it's especially in Alabama. It's something that people talk about every single day of the year. So I would say, yeah, football's my favorite to cover just because it provides a lot of content for us to write about all year in the NFL. Um, you know, recruiting, spring, fall practice. So, okay. so you, you cover softball. You mentioned that earlier. Um, Alabama is actually the first team to win a national championship for the SEC. Were you were you in school like him or what year they won it exactly? Yeah, actually, I was supposed to be at that game, so I was actually really good friends with Jackie Trina, who's the pitcher yeah. on that team. Um, and I was supposed to be in Oklahoma City to be at that event at that game, and found out I couldn't go because my mom was having some health issues, and so I wanted to stay back and help her. And uh, that was awesome. So I ended up watching with two friends in Tuscaloosa um, to watch that game where Jackie struck out Kalani Ricketts, bottom of the ninth, or seventh. It was an amazing, amazing matchup. And then I ended up getting to um, decorate all of their houses. So we went and did a few of the girls' houses outside of their door, or their room, um, outside, of, like outside, like hang up balloons and streamers and all that. This is just all night. Like we stayed up all night doing that. Just because we were so excited. It was amazing because. At that time, I think that matchup, that game, so really changed SEC softball mm-hmm. because you look at history, it was always Oklahoma, it was really even the pack 
who was the Pac-10 at that time, now Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, they were really the dynamic duo. You have UCLA, you have USC, you have Oregon, Washington, Oklahoma. They were really the teams who won a lot. You had Alabama come in, and then it made Florida get better, Georgia, South Carolina, um, Tennessee. Um, you know, Auburn, you have these programs, and obviously Auburn crumbled for horrible reasons, but, you know, it's <laughs> yeah. one of those situations where that game really changed SC softball forever, so, you know, that's been something that I've, I've actually had several interviews with Jackie about that, you know, because a lot of them go on to play like Haley McClinney, yeah. um, that's why, then, you know, looking at where she is now at USA Softball. Oh, doing great things. <laughs> yeah. Great thing, great thing. But yeah, it was definitely that rain delay, too. If it weren't that rain delay. <laughs> yes. Dancing in the rain. That was awesome. Uh, Ryan, I, and Marie actually got a tattoo on her foot that I think it was like dancing in the rain. Like that. Nice. Because if you remember, Courtney Connolly really rallied them after yeah. that. Like, she was one of the first up after that uh, rain delay, and she drove in that, and cool. it was just it was awesome. Nice. So I think that was one of the best. Best games I've ever seen. I mean, especially, I mean, I'll be honest, I like softball better than baseball just because of that energy, you know, but it was, it was great. Yeah, it was, it was fun to watch. So, you host your own podcast. Tell a little, tell people a little bit about it. Well, <laughs> I'm actually changing a little bit. So, I, it was the Hannah Stevens show, which was all things sports. It was every sport from NBA to tennis to golf. Um, Alabama, a lot of people don't know this, they're actually really good at wheelchair basketball. Um, they've actually won quite a few national championships within the last decade for wheelchair basketball. And so I have two friends that um, are part of that program. One of the girls' names is Mackenzie. Uh, one of them is Cindy, and one of them is Alyssa. And uh, Mackenzie and I have done several interviews because she's actually been a Pure Olympian for USA and has won several oh, wow. medals in um wheelchair basketball and um, actually skiing and uh, tennis and so I was focusing on all sports but then I realized this year I really wanted to narrow down my focus and so you know one of my things now is um, being a college football analyst so I'm actually going back to a name that I used to have that's what she said with Hannah Stevens be just college football because I love covering all sports but you realize you want people you know and Paul Feinbaum who's one of my mentors gave me good advice oh, wow. saying you know, you want to be someone that you have a niche, you know, and so I'm blessed to have people like Tim Brando, Paul Feinbaum, who I can text and reach out to, like, listen, like, what do you think about this, or what do you think about that, and so, you know, it was, it's unfortunate, because I was hoping to fly out there this year to actually watch him in the booth cover a game, but that will happen for numerous reasons, because yeah. of the restrictions in the stadium, and traveling, and all that, which is all dumb, but anyway, um... I'm going to change it to being more college football focused. So, you know, because I, I talk about that too long anyway. <laughs> Same. 38 minutes. I'm like, okay, you got seven minutes to go through the scores of baseball and, and you know, um, NBA. I'm like, I should just cover football. So. I'm, I'm the same way. I've, I try to cover all of it, but it mainly just turns into, into college football. But now that I know somebody that has to hook up with Paul Feinbaum, I need to see if I can get. I need, I need yeah. him on the show, Hannah. Yeah, I knew him and Birmingham, actually. Oh, wow. Like, that's, a whole, that's a whole God thing. I mean, honestly, I, if, if I was in college. I was in this class. I had to have an internship. At this time in my life, I was actually uh, a marine science major. I was in a sports project for me. And I had to have an internship with the basically it's a PRF, pass and fill class. It was really just an internship, right? And so I was supposed to go to Marine Estuary in Panama City Beach on the way down there. The dude literally has a heart attack. And so my mom and dad are like, okay, what are we going to do? Because this is like, you know, like two weeks, this course is done. And I'm going to end up failing. I've never thought about my life. <laughs> and so my dad used to want to do Paul Feinbaum, and they got me on the show. And it ended up being literally the Penn State scandal. That was the week I was on the show. So it was oh, a very bad and so Paul was really just encouraging me to be like, okay, like, you know, you should do this. And I ended up doing it. I don't know if you know the guy. I think he's from Iowa, the robber guy he used to have on the show all the time yeah. a long time ago. I did. I thought it was in a commercial break. And apparently it was on the show. And I was talking to him, but I thought it was commercial break. And so Paul's like, see, you just did it. You're fine. And so, you know, that, that was before he was on TV. It was just radio. Yeah. You know, it was, it was before SC Network where they could do both at the same time. It was really that technology. And, you know, like 2011, whatever that was. Yeah. 
So that really was what opened my eyes to it. And so, yeah, I mean, he, he's an awesome guy. Some people don't like him. But <laughs> you get to know him, he's so down to earth. He's so knowledgeable. Like, he's one of those guys who never played the game, which is always my argument when someone tells me. <laughs> but I didn't play football because I'm a girl, and I didn't play him like, well, neither did Paul Feinbaum, and he sure, he sure seems to be doing dang well. Oh, yeah. Covering this and not playing it, and playing it down in his life. And actually, my dad was a football coach, so I actually know more than, you know, <laughs> I could Again, he just wouldn't let me. So, yeah, I definitely need to see if I can um, use that hookup you got and get him on the show sometime. Yeah, <laughs> but, I, need to reach out. I haven't talked to him a while. I need to reach out to him and just say hi. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I'd do it all the time. But before we get into our last little segment, Rapid Fire, your show, the Hannah Stevens Show, where can people find it? And where can they, like, contact you on social media and stuff like that? Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter. I actually didn't know what my username is. I had to change it because, okay, my Twitter username is at the Hannah S Show. You can read, you can find me on Facebook at Hannah Stevens UA Sign Girl or my personal Hannah Stevens. And then my podcast is actually in between. Um, I had to contact Apple, and so they kind of paused my podcast. I think you can still find it, the Hannah Stevens Show. But once it's updated, I can let you know, and you know, it would be called that's what she said. But. I've had to, I had to reach out to them and say, hey, I'm changing my name, my graphic, you know, you can leave the content, um, but I'm just going to make it, like, season one and have season two, um, but, yeah, so that's really, you can find that anywhere, you can find it on Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. Alright, alright. So, once again, I want to thank you for, for joining us, or for joining me. So, I'm honored you asked me, I was like, wow, okay, sure. Hey, I'm trying to get, you know, try to get some guests on here, you know. So it's a lot more fun when you have other people to do. I understand. I miss having co-hosts. I really do. It makes the time to last so much faster. It's hard, though. You get off the energy conversation so much easier than if you're talking to yourself. Yep, yep. So, we're going to get into our, our rapid-fire section. You said you work for Saturday Down South. I'm sure you listen to their podcast they have. Every once in a while, yeah, not really... As ironic as it is, like, I don't listen to podcasts as much as I should <laughs> because, like, I'm one of those people that I have to finish something when I start it. And so, like, I, I can't listen to it if I'm not going to finish it. And so I don't think I've listened to a podcast in, like, maybe two or three months. Maybe. Oh, wow. I don't even think I've started it since football season. Yeah. But uh, this rapid fire we're going through, I actually got the idea from them. Okay. So, literally, uh, just a series of fun questions, the first thing that comes to your mind. If you could be any character on a show, who would you be? Oh, man. If I could be any character on a show... Oh, what shows do I watch? Oh, I would be... I would be the host on Survivor. (laughs) What? Yes. I've always wanted to be on Survivor, and he has the coolest job. Like, he gets me and TV half of the year recording these shows and makes a whole bunch of money and gets to watch people start. Hey, I'll, I'll take that one. Your bucket list concert, dead or alive? Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, I kind of already, I mean, I love the fray and I got to hear them at, at the test groups and with the year when I was in college. Now, I don't know, old school killers. Like, you know, I know we kind of got to hear them. Didn't sound so good. Halftime performance. <laughs> Uh, but probably the killers, just so I could jam out to Mr. Brightside in person. I don't know. Nice, nice. All right, your bucket list sporting event that you've not gone to. Okay, super dumb, but Ohio State, Michigan. Like, that is a game that I've always, you know, I was yeah. Army Navy the Super Bowl, but like, I feel like Ohio State, Michigan is like the equivalent of the Iron Bowl. And yeah. it's something that. It's so intense, and I just want to cover it. Like, I don't even want to, I mean, I'd either go as a fan or I'd love to cover the game. I just have always thought that that's, like, the coolest matchup. Because I've been to the Apple Cup, Washington, Washington State, oh, wow. that's crazy intense. But I've never been to Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, no, that's definitely on my bucket list, too, for sure. All right. Um, your best moment at Bama? Oh, man. Uh, probably getting to, at Bama as a student, yeah, sure. Or just your best moment in general. Okay, it was, it was, I will tell you this, there was probably two, there's high. So one of them was going to be when um, I got to hang out with my senior year, I graduated in 
graduated the same year as Agent McCarran and all of them. So AJ's mom took me into the tunnel with all of them, and I got to just hang out with all the players for a bit. And, you nice. know, they just thanked me for uh, supporting them. And then after the Sugar Bowl loss in New Orleans, we were lost when Oklahoma, of course, Trevor Knight was there at the time. Derek Henry had a great game, but we still lost. Uh, that was really the first time I got to know his name. But after the game, several of them came and gave me hugs. And uh, some of them gave me, like, their, their gear just to thank me for being a part of it. And that was just a really special moment because I had been there with them for four years. Yeah. And it was the loss. Like, that moment just set me forever that, like, you know, those guys took time to come to me in the student section and just give me hugs and thank me for supporting them the last four years. That was probably, like, the best special moment. Yes. That's legit. This one shouldn't have any explanation. Your favorite flavor of ice cream? Mint chocolate chip, hands down. See, boom, there you go. It's the best flavor. Yes. Alright, your dream car? Besides Survivor, your go-to binge watch? Um, still, the, the... Oh, team. yeah. Is it name still team, or is it... I think it's still team. I think it is. Here, I, can I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I watched... Yes, it is still team. Yeah. It's on CBS. Yep. And I started it when I... I'm a season watcher. Like, I watched the entire season in one night. Like, all of them. Like, I... Yeah, great show. Great show. Yeah. So, two more. All right, your guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. CrossFit, I guess. CrossFit. Um, yeah, I mean, like, that's something that people think so dumb, but, like, if I have free time, I'm working out. Like, yeah. anytime, working out. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you, that's a, that's a good um, guilty pleasure to have. Yeah, better than eating ice cream, which I don't <laughs> All right, last question. I'm a Georgia fan, huge Georgia fan. Who wins week four? Well, I'll say this. Y'all played better in the second half, and we played worse in the second half. It's going to be a second half game because y'all were struggling against Arkansas. Uh, I mean, your quarterback just got cleared. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Alabama just because it's at home. Yeah. You know, it's just those matchups where, you know, if it was on the road or, uh, you know, neutral side or even in Georgia, um, you know, but it's all different this year. It is because you don't have as many fans, but I'll go Alabama, but I will think it's going to be a close game. I think it would be maybe less than a 10 point game. It may end up going to the fourth quarter being really close, but, you know, as long as Alabama can stay healthy. I think Alabama has a chance to win out. That's if they yep. get Especially after LSU played week one, I have no doubt that if Alabama gets past Georgia, then they won't have to face a really hard team until Auburn. Auburn oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you just. That just hurt my heart right there because I have. I, I think Florida is finally the better team. They look I mean, good. They've been on the cusp, and Dan Mullen is a quarterback whisperer. He was in Mississippi State with Dak Prescott, and I've said this if Dak was at Alabama, they would Yeah, no, I I agree. I have Bama in my predictions on the season. I have Bama winning week four, and then I have them meet in the SC championship game because with Georgia winning, because it's hard to beat a team twice. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, I, I mean, it, it's very hard. I mean, ask LSU, they beat us in the regular season in 2011. We beat yep. them in the championship that year in New Orleans. So it's yeah. really hard to beat the same team twice. No, for sure. But, Han, I just want to thank you again for joining me. You know, it was a great time. Hopefully, have you on again. Talk some more, you know, Alabama. Yeah. All right. Anytime. So. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Right, you too. But, guys, keeping it on the track of football, NFL, Jesus Christ, Atlanta, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? I, I, I don't. I'm done. 
I, I, I'm done with the Falcons. Two weeks in a row, you blow a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter. Um, the first one definitely was avoidable. All you had to do was fall on the, the offside kick, and then you have Dan Quinn coming out and saying, oh, it was a trick play because they didn't put it on the tee. Dan, no the hell, it wasn't no freaking trick play. It was an offside kick. Just didn't have a tee. But I, I don't understand. Arthur Blank, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you do. I don't know why I think you do, but I'm sure you do. It'll get up to you, I'm sure, somehow, some way. Dan Quinn needs to be gone. Fire Dan Quinn. Get him out of there. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He obviously isn't coaching this team. Obviously can't coach a damn defense. Our offense isn't the problem. Matt Ryan's the third best quarterback or leading the leading quarterback in the in the NFL. He's got over 600 yards. I think he's got like 12 touchdowns. Like he's not the problem. Offense isn't the problem. It's defense. And Dan Quinn, you're supposed to be a defensive-minded coach. So why don't you keep the defense how to play some damn defense? Alright, sorry for my language. But Jesus Christ, Atlanta, if y'all if we start on four, I'm done. I, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm already said I'm done, but if we go on four, we play the Packers on Monday night. I'm, I'm done. I, I don't know what else to do with Atlanta. I started a GoFundMe for a um, for a new team in a new jersey. So guys, help me out. I, I there's there's not much else I, I can do with it. I, I'm done. But that game last night, Monday night, Chiefs. Ravens, y'all, that Chiefs team shut down Lamar Jackson. I've never seen Lamar look more like a running back than a quarterback than I did last night. I re- if any of y'all remember last year, when it was like I think it was week one, I believe. He, great, great game came out and said, you know, pretty good for a running back. He looked like one last night. I don't even think he had a hundred yards, if I'm not mistaken. He. Looked like pure tea garbage. It was horrible. I don't understand. Leading, oh, I won't say leading anymore because definitely Patrick Mahomes is now. I feel the leading candidate for MVP. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes, congrats on your engagement and your announcement of your baby. Girlfriend, fiance is pregnant. Congratulations. But no. That Kansas City defense came out and just mollywhopped Lamar Jackson. It was it was crazy to watch. I've never seen him get shut down like that. But in, uh, some more big news out of the NFL. The Tennessee Titans and the Vikings both have had the first cases of COVID in the NFL. The, Vi- the Titans, had, I think, had like nine. They came out and shut down their facilities today for a couple days to let, you know, obviously recover and get past the the COVID have everybody back healthy to be able to play coming up. But first cases of COVID, who knows where it's going to go from here. Hopefully the NFL and the Vikings and Titans can squash it so we still have a football season. So we'll see about that. But <clears throat> moving on from football, the NBA Finals. By the time you listen to this, would have started. All right, they start on Wednesday. You got the Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler led Heat versus LeBron James and Anthony Davis led Lakers. Guys, that's gonna be a hell of a series, man. Gonna be so good, so much fun to watch. The Heat have never, never lost a playoff series. They are six and zero in the playoffs. You, that doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. But guys, it's. So hype. Going to be a great series. Can't wait to watch it. I think the Lakers take it in seven. Yeah. Lakers in seven. I think they're they're too good. I'm not going to say it's going to be sweep. I'm not going to say that the Heat are only going to win one. I say it's going to go seven. And the Heat are going to take it because of the experience they have on that team. It's just more than, than Miami has. Yeah, they got Bam Adebayo. They got Tyler Hero. They got Jimmy Butler. But that experience in the finals against... LeBron James. Oh, LeBron alone. Anthony Davis doesn't really have any finals experience, but he's a veteran. He's been there. Rondon Rajo. Rondo 
Jesus Christ. Y'all know who that, y'all know who I'm saying. He's got finals experience. There's multiple people on the Lakers that have finals experience. I don't I think that's what's gonna propel them in game seven to end up beating the Miami Heat. Like Lakers in seven. Alright, I said it. Another championship that just ended. Stanley Cup Finals. Congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Ended up winning the Stanley Cup Series Finals 4-2 against the Dallas Stars. Great series. I didn't, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really watch it. I, I'm just looking at it now. But congrats to Tampa Bay. Congrats to y'all. Carolina's winning it next year. Just saying that. But my favorite time of the year, besides college football, is MLB postseason. Started today. Today, you got the AL wild cards playing four AL wild cards games. I was watching them earlier; they, they were all good games. Tampa Bay Rays, their best of three series. All right, Tampa Bay Rays ended up being Toronto three to one. They're up one nothing in their series. I have Tampa Bay moving on. I know I should have said this before today, but I have Tampa Bay moving on. You also got the White Sox and the A's in another wild card game for the AL or for the American League. Guys, the White Sox pitcher had a perfect game. Giolito or Giolito, however the heck you say his name. Perfect game through seven innings in the first round of the playoffs. Y'all, dude was wheeling and dealing out there on that mound for the White Sox. White Sox are hot. White Sox are red hot. Granted, the Cubs, at the end of the season, ended up beating them two out of three, I believe. Or they swept one, one of the two. They just swept and beat them two out of three. But they're hot. I, I like the White Sox in this one. You know, I'm, I'm glad to see Oakland make it. I'm glad, you know, the A's are doing something. But I, I got... <clears throat> I got Chicago with that one. The next game. Houston Astros and Minnesota Twins. Bomba. Bomba City. Twins. Lost. 4-1. to one. Ended up losing that game to the Astros. I don't think it affects them any. I think they come back and win the next two games and move on to the Divisional Series in the American League. I like, I like Minnesota. They're having nothing against them. Love them. Great team. Fun to watch. Definitely some some hitters. Some bomb buzz. If I <laughs> see what I did there. But uh, the last game on right now for the American League is the <laughs> Yankees and the Indians. And Kyle, I know you're, you might not be watching right now, but I know you're listening. It, it's over. Yankees are winning in two. It's 11-2 right now in the seventh. Bottom of the seventh. Yankees are taking that one. Yankees will advance to the the um, ALDS. And yeah, I am doing the podcast during the presidential debate. I'll be on there in a bit to watch it. But we'll see. There's always a recap and I'm sure I get to see what what dumb stuff is said on both sides. On Facebook, so but guys, so excited! Tomorrow we have more playoffs. We have the NL coming up, plus the additional AL games. Yeah, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's eight playoff games tomorrow. Let's see. We got the Cubs versus the Marlins. I got the Mar. Uh, no, ooh, I do not have the Marlins. I have the Cubs winning that one, advancing to the next round. Braves Reds. You got the Braves Reds. I got the Braves winning that one easy. The Reds, I they got Trevor Bauer, that's about it. And I, I don't see the Reds doing anything against, against that Braves team. Justin, I'm sorry. You're my boy, I love you, but I, I see the Reds doing nothing against that Braves team. And then Cardinals and Padres. That one's probably gonna be the best series. I, that was going to go three. Uh, I like the Padres, man. They're a young, young, hungry team. I have the Padres win that one. Not just because I hate the Cardinals, but the Padres are young. They're fun to watch, and they're exciting. And then the Dodgers-Brewers. 
another another. Uh, it's not going to be a good series. The Dodgers are winning that one going to the next round. That one's going to be two quick ones for the Dodgers. But, guys, like I said, playoffs, it's happening. It's starting. Let's get it. Let's go. Moving on to my picks of the week. Let's see. Picks of the week. Y'all, there's not that many ranked games this week. There's two, I believe. So, I didn't have that many games to pick from. This week, so let's get it started. Alabama and Texas A&M. Alabama looked good against Missouri. A lot of people were were doubting their their um their offense. Mac Jones led offense. It wasn't as prolific as people were hoping, but I didn't think it was bad. Their defense did their Bama defense stuff, but I didn't think Mac Jones did that bad of a job against Missouri. And then you have Texas A&M, who um. Let's just say they let Vanderbilt hang in there a while. I got Alabama with that one. Easy. It's, it's not even going to be a competition. Alabama gets that one easy. They get some preparation for Georgia week four by going against an easy Texas A&M team. And then another game that I decided to pick that wasn't a ranked game was Texas TCU. It's a rivalry game, I think. They're both in Texas, so why not call it a rivalry game since they're both in Texas? Um, I got Texas winning that one. Sam Ellinger is going to be too much for that TCU team. Um, don't know much about TCU, but I, I don't see them putting up much of a fight against against a Texas team that that's hungry. They went to overtime last week with Texas Tech. You know, high scoring game. Um, Texas probably the only shot the Big Twelve has has of getting in the playoffs this year. So that that'll be fun to watch. Excited for that game. And then my game of the week, only because game game days go game day. Sorry, I can't talk tongue tied today. Game day will be in Athens this Saturday. Sucks. We can't. We won't have many fans there. But hopefully the Corso curse doesn't doesn't hit us because I'm sure Corso is going to pick us to win. For those of y'all that know, Georgia has like one win when Corso's picked them, and that was last year against Notre Dame. So hopefully the Corso. Curse doesn't affect us. I got Georgia. I got Georgia over Auburn because of the defense. Georgia's defense is going to be too much for, for Seth Williams and Bo Nix. I feel like the running game will the running game will show up this game. They didn't have much of a running game against Arkansas, but I also feel like they weren't putting it all out there because they have Auburn coming up this week. So I feel like that, that Georgia offense wasn't didn't pull out of there, didn't show everything they have. So Auburn had less less to go off of. So I got Auburn, I got Georgia winning this game. And I'm not going to say by 17. I think it's going to be close. I think it'll be seven between five and seven points. It, it's going to be close. It's going to come down to a fourth quarter game. I don't want it to be because I don't want a heart attack. But I think it will be. And I also think Georgia will wear their new black jerseys this game. So hopefully... Corso doesn't pick us and we win. But guys, that wraps it up this week for for Back Row Sports. I want to thank everybody for joining us in the live. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for everybody listening over the radio, headphones, your phone, wherever you listen to. I appreciate it. John, I like your enthusiasm. Dogs by 90. I like it. Dogs on top, baby. We already know. But if you haven't yet, Scroll down to the bottom. Obviously, if you're on the live right now, you can't really scroll anywhere. But scroll down to the bottom if you're listening to this. Leave a five-star review. Leave a comment. Guys, I want to hear from y'all. Let me know what y'all want. I'm in the works of getting some stickers made. So if y'all want some stickers, let me know. Andrew, they're not. No. They're not going to beat Georgia by 10. I'm telling you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good game. Auburn's not a bad team. I just don't think their offense is going to be able to stand up that Georgia defense. I, I honestly don't, man. Auburn's defense is good. It's, it's going to be close. It's going to be a low-scoring game. It, it's going to be low. But I think that Georgia defense is what's going to be the edge in that game. Seth Williams isn't going to be able to moss over Eric Stokes or Richard LeCount like he did old, old Joseph or whatever whatever his name was for Kentucky. 
That player was ridiculous. I, how much are the stickers? I'm working on that. It'll probably be around five. But if I get them, once we get them made, I'll let y'all know. We need to find some ink to do it. My wife makes them. We need to get some ink. So if y'all find any HP 95 ink, let me know. And let me know where you got it because that crap is impossible to find. It's out everywhere because all these stupid kids not in school. Kids, go to school. All right. But, guys, appreciate y'all joining us. Scroll down to the bottom wherever you're listening. A sticker pop. I got you, fam. You can, all y'all can get stickers. I'm even deciding if I'm, I'm trying to do team colors, too. So, if y'all want specific team colors, let me know. And I got y'all. I got y'all. But, guys, scroll down to the bottom. Leave a comment. Leave a five-star review. Let me know what y'all want to hear. I'm going to come at y'all, trying to get y'all more interactive, trying to have some fun with y'all while we do this. If any guests y'all want to come on, let me know. I will reach out to them. Or if y'all can reach out to them, let me know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get up there. So, guys, thank y'all. Love y'all. Later. Mmm.